When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Strip Mall Think Tank, where amateurs solve stupid little problems. I'm Jeff Cesario. My co-host, uh, the amazing and hilarious Jake Johansson. Uh, Jake, how are you? I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. You know, I should just point out that we're not amateurs. We're professionals. We're just not professionals at this kind of yes, problem. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and we'll find a way to designate that in a manner that takes uh, less time than this just did. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so be- before we line down, I'm going to start. Uh, we're going to get to our fantastic guest, but I just want to tease some of the problems. Um, I, I I was kind of strong-armed into watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and I have a real beef with the way the television guy directed the Rockettes. And it's a problem, and I, I'm I'm hoping we can s- solve it, Jake. Team me up a problem. One of the problems you might want to get to today. Well, I was just visiting my parents in, um, and I wasn't clear on this. They had been in independent living, which is it's weird that they call it that because that's what I feel like we're doing independent living. But they're living, they were living in a facility for independent living, and now my dad has moved into assisted living, and I was going there to see if I can help my mom get up to speed with how to take care of their business passwords and all that kind of stuff. Right. Right. Okay. That's a good one. Uh, our guest, uh, you heard him on, on NPR's smash hit. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Or uh, you've seen him at clubs, theaters, concerts, where he opens for some of the great jazz artists of our time. Uh, and he's, he's just one of the best working. Please welcome to the show. Alonzo Bowden. Hello, gentlemen. Professionals. Look good. Professionals is what I hear you two are. Just yeah, not, well, we we not dubbed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, it does look. I must admit, like you might be doing a puppet show for kids who are just out of frame. I know this is uh, this was something recommended to me by uh, voiceover. You know, I I do a thousand voiceover auditions for every one I get. And it was recommended to me to get this sound box for my microphone, which I did. But in Zoom meetings, it looks kind of weird because the box is between the camera and myself. So that is the large shelf you see in front of me. Yeah. And uh, lucky you're a, a sort of a big dude, because from a perspective standpoint, it's not really that jarring it's noticeable if you would do a before jake before you 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 say what you wanted to say alonzo if you could just jostle the uh audio baffling box for a second yeah so you hear that (laughs) he likes that i'm not i can't hear what you're hearing i did just (laughs) attempt to raise my camera that works that works well that works super well 
Uh, that might be the problem you're teasing. I don't even know. Oh, no, the problem. Well, <laughs> something related to the problem. Actually, the good thing you said, one great thing. The one great yeah. thing I have just walked in the room behind me and um, the problems your- are also related. Oh, uh, so we have uh, uh, is that pooch problems? Yes. No, it's not dog problems. It's dog owners. Oh, dog owners. All right. So we got a Thanksgiving Day parade. We have dog owners and we have independent living versus assisted living. Uh, Let's dive in. Uh, I'm going to give the uh, I'll give the floor to Alonzo. It's our guest. Let's uh, let's start with the dog things, because it may relate, Jake, to the uh, assisted living. There might be some crossover there. Inconsiderate. Uh, dog owners. I mean, obviously the ones who don't clean up after their dog and leave piles. And I generally find that to be small dog owners. I guess they think, oh, it's only a little, so it doesn't matter. So that's one. And the other one, and this just drives me nuts, the off-leash people, the people who just, you know, my dog's off-leash. And they always say the same thing. My dog is trained. Yeah, he's trained for you to say his name 15 times. And if he gets around to it, he might look at you like it's, it's just yeah. the most annoying thing, because what I've learned, uh, read and learned from experience, dogs on leash are very annoyed by dogs off leash. It like like it sets them off somehow. Wow. I don't I don't know what the psychology is, but it bothers them. And you know, I always wondered what's the thinking when you you go to the park and you see a sign that says dogs, you know, should be on a leash and you just put at the end except mine. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's sort of the ultimate in uh in elitism. You know, it's it's like ignoring everything up, you know, or accepting everything up to that point in, right. in your life as legitimate and let's play by the rules. But then it comes to their dog and they're just like, oh, yeah. no, my dog is is fine off the leash. And incidentally, I don't think we have to wake Freud on that one. I think the the jealousy you're 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 vibing off of dogs on a leash is the just the sheer lightning bolt of incredible freedom that the dog off the leash has. That's, that's my guess. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's probably it. And, and somehow it's a threat to them. I, I mean, according to, you know, dog trainers and things I read about this, that it's somehow threatening to the dog on leash that there's yeah. a dog off leash. It's a threat that the dog off leash is, is a going to get laid or, or B attack the dog on the leash and he's on a leash i think it's the second i think it's the second one like if you're if you're on a leash that means you're restricted and now you're coming in contact with someone who's unrestricted so you need to send them a message that you're not to be fucked with because Uh, the other dog is in a position to he's got so much freedom he can attack you and whatnot it's not good i always feel like people need to we need to all back up a little bit and kind of think about what's the reason for the rule. The reason for the rule is so one dog doesn't kill another dog. That's, that's what we're trying to prevent. And uh, then, then maybe it makes sense to people, but I think people just think the rule is just, Oh, there's just some dumb rule that you have to have your dog on a leash. And so I don't have to do because I'm special. 
Yeah, yeah that's you. Yeah. You said it at the end because I'm special, <laughs> and it, it's really just it's a, it's annoying. It's like I look at it like you know we're a society. There are certain things that simple rules that allow us to operate as a society and controlling your dog, not having your dog, not just attack another dog or attack another person. Or there are people now, I don't like them, but there are people who don't like dogs and maybe they don't want your dog wandering over to them, sniffing on them or doing, you know, being a dog. And it's like, yeah, that's not unreasonable. That's not unreasonable to ask you to keep your dog to yourself. I, it's the only time I wish my dog were mean. Uh, it's uh yeah there's a there's a level of anarchy that's uh implied in just well, allowing your dog off a leash it's the dog i'm fascinated by the dog on the leash just sitting there going uh he's got an all access pass and i have this very limited i can only go backstage after their performance i don't i don't like this i get that i get that in a dog well, no I think one the videos, to too, that scare me are the ones, Jake, not so much dog on dog violence, but the uh, the toddler, the dog on toddler uh, violence. Toddler? <laughs> that's a bad one. Yeah, well, that's got by, TikTok written all over it. I live by the beach. And so there were there were rules in place prior to COVID. No dogs on the beach. I mean, and I think that is still technically the rule. But as soon as COVID happened, People were on the beach with their dog. And and obviously, you're supposed to have your dog on a leash, but you're not even supposed to have your dog on a beach on the leash. But now there's dogs on the beach running around off leash, going in the surf, wow. running around in, in the sand, getting sand in your food because dogs are they're having a good time. And uh, and <laughs> I think this just in general applies to to this disobeying of the rules if you point out to someone like hey your dog's supposed to be on a leash they get they just immediately get pissed off they go straight i don't know if you guys experience that but you're right jake they go zero to 100 instantly as if as if following the rules is such an infringement on their life yeah you're you're 100 percent right what the hell? Yeah, my, my wife was driving in, a, in in the car and a woman on a bike, just on a bike, looking at her phone, drifted from the right hand side across into the left turn lane in front of my wife without really looking. And then they're both waiting for the light to change. My wife says to this woman on the bikes, hey, you should be careful because um, luckily I saw you, but somebody might not see you if you're just going to cross over like that without looking. And this woman goes, fuck you, bitch. You're not the boss of me from a from a bike to a person in a car now that just doesn't seem like that doesn't doesn't even seem intelligent to me <laughs> let's list that under things that would never happen in new york <laughs> she if, if it was new york your wife would legally be allowed to take out that bicycle <laughs> yeah 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 there would be a yeah that's like a hockey check into the boards you don't even have to look behind you <laughs> you just pound them off into oncoming traffic and then take your left turn and go on about your business. Yeah. We can add, we can add the uh, e-bikes to my list, the electric bikes. I don't mind when they're in the street. I cannot stand them on the sidewalk. Yes. 
Yes. And I'm often tempted to to take that step out of the way so they can get past and just give them one little shoulder as they go. By, because they're going so fast. <laughs> just touch them and you know they're yeah. going fly. And there's more accidents on those things than ever. And I well, don't know how they've convinced, like, uh, they convince, like, old people that it's a way to travel. I, 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 I don't know how this has happened. I don't know if it's just in retirement communities or elsewhere, but like old people are hopping on electric bikes at like a tremendous rate. And they, they you know, man, you talk about uh, just a, just a, a free pass to a hip operation. Well, They're, the fast ones, the fast e-bikes are practically motorcycles. You well, and you yeah. ride a motorcycle. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. They're definitely scooter speed. Like I think some of them will do up like 25, 30 miles an hour. Yeah. And I don't know if people realize how much force, you know, 30 miles an hour and impact with the ground is serious force. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, it's over. Helmets, a lot of them are not even, there's no helmet. And they, it's not just the bikes. The scooters, to me, are the, are also a menace. And that, oh, those, like the, yeah. Yeah, they used to be bird scooters, and now they're, I don't know who owns the scooters. But. <laughs> Yeah, right. So, anyway, some yeah, company that, that has somehow made it okay to leave the scooters everywhere. So we're like, just complaining. We're supposed to be solving this problem. What are we? No, gonna no. We're do? gonna. We're gonna. I got it. I got it figured out. We're gonna solve both of these problems. But, but, it, um, I we're we're taking some very profitable tangents here. The 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 the, the how come cabs even have to go back to a garage at night? <laughs> scooters. They just, you know, it's just, it's the soda aisle at Ralph's. Bam, there's a scooter. It's like, what? You can't just leave these everywhere. This is stupid. Well, Jeff, uh, I've read about this, and apparently you can. The companies that run it factor in, like, X number of scooters are just going to be destroyed, thrown away, or whatever, because they're left anywhere. Like, that. that's part of their business plan. Well, wow. not only that, they have a they have a chip in there. So if you have the app for that particular scooter, you can find where there's scooters near you. And then there's a whole sub network of the underbelly of this business where there's guys going out in pickup trucks and vans finding the scooters that are low battery. They can they can locate them and then they can see how low the charge is. They pick them up, they take them back to their house, charge them up and then redistribute them. And then they receive they get compensated for that. So that's that's. Wow. Also going on. There's some. So what you're saying is the Eastern Europeans have gotten into the scooter market. (laughs) What I'm saying is instead of learning how the Instagram algorithm works, I should be just getting a pickup truck and picking up scooters because I could do that. Free time. And I would. All right. So 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 the dog and a leash thing, the, the the way to solve this is some sort of increased uh, police presence. That's my, I think, I think a heavy police sweep of uh, these areas and severe punishment. We had a guy who used to bring his giant dog, like a Rottweiler, and he would just crap on our lawn. And then he would walk away and we would say to him, you know, you can't do that, which is related to the dog off the leash thing. Cause I'm sure he was about to let him off the leash in our yard. And then we called the cops and the cops went over to his house and talked to him. And then he never, the dog never shit on our lawn again. 
I think so. it's a situation where Karens can do good for society. Like this is a Karen situation. Karens, when they see a dog off leash, report it. Come on, mm-hmm. Karens, do do us some good. You like making the phone call. Make that phone call. <laughs> you like you like raising your voice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like the plan of putting the Karens to work, but um, I feel yeah. like the problem is going to be a lot of the Karens are part of the problem with the well, dogs off. But, uh, I, but I don't I, object I, to Karen on Karen violence. I think that's, that's what I was about to say. When you get a Karen against a Karen. We can just sit back and watch. We get an on-leash Karen versus an off-leash Karen. And I suspect the on-leash Karen is going to win because when they're right, they're so much more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. They have the law on their side. And that's uh, an unrestrained Karen at that point. I'm for it. I like it. I like a little army of Karens that might come in very handy on strip mall think tank. We'll put certain problems off to our army of Karens. <laughs> yeah. All you got to do is see if you can get next door fired up about this. Cause that, that beats like, Oh man. Oh, <laughs> the debates on next door. I live not far from a park that it's not an off leash park, but the dog owners have decided it's going to be. And the fights that they get into with the people who want to use the park. Yeah, it, it's fun to watch. I don't go there. I, I I used to, but I don't want to get involved in it. But yeah, next door is where they, they do battle. I uh I like next door because really? yeah, because by like uh response four, there's a massive tangent. So they start talking about, you know, there's uh, I think there's a homeless guy that's screaming at the corner. Oh, hang on. I saw that guy in front of the supermarket and he was harassing people for change. And then we got to do something about this problem. All the uh, politicians are turning a blind eye to it. And then that fourth one is like, I saw a UFO. And you go, what? (laughs) How does that how does that come in? Here's another next door fact. Much like 24 hour fitness, once you're on, you can never get off. (laughs) It is impossible to close a next door account. You can close it, but they will continue to email you alerts, updates. And when the UFOs and homeless are in the neighborhood. So now, Jake, you don't like the, 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 the next door? I think it's just crazy people going nuts about things that aren't a problem or spreading rumors about things, you know, like what constitutes a suspicious per- person? It, it, there's just too much weird racism and other idiotic behavior on next door for me. I just can't I can't deal with all the dum-dums on there. So if it was called uh, paranoid entertainment, it might be if it was more accurately labeled. Now we're solving a problem that wasn't even brought up as a problem. But we really want is a police panel where we can also talk. (laughs) I got it. I like just relabeling it as entertainment. Mm, Okay, I do. You know, Jake, you bring it up and I do like that fact. Anyone walking is a suspicious (laughs) character on next door. (laughs) If you're walking, you are suspicious on next door. <laughs> Any pedestrian. 
<laughs> I got you on my ring camera. You were walking by. You're obviously scanning to steal oh, Amazon man. packages. And yeah. Yeah. If you were up to something, you would be inside your house. Exactly. <laughs> or or driving by like a normal person in a expensive or electric SUV. But right. walking, oh, no. Yeah, that's trouble. We got broken into uh, almost. Uh, we had an attempted break in Wednesday night before Thanksgiving at our house. Really? Yeah. What yeah, kind we of had my, my daughter and I had just taken off to go pick up uh, Thanksgiving dinner from Whole Foods. Which again, we're nine tangents deep now. Was not good this year. Uh, smaller, much smaller problem than the attempted break. <laughs> but my wife was home alone, and uh, she heard a commotion in the kitchen, and she just assumed it was one of our four cats scouring for food, which is happens on a fairly regular basis that they make noise or they bat a ball around and knock over a broom or something. Um, and uh, so she went in to, to check it out, and there was somebody trying to pry this screen off our kitchen window. And she scared them off, and they blasted through a gate and just destroyed that, and then hopped in a car and split. Yeah, it was a fun bad. Thanksgiving. Sorry to hear that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Well, uh, you, Michelle bore the brunt of it, you know, because I was off getting Thanksgiving dinner. She was the one who's now dealing with the you know, the terror and the, the just angst of, you know, yeah, well, the, the, the idea that somebody's going to just try and come in your house. I, yeah. I don't like that yeah. feeling. No. Feeling. And they broke a little pane of glass and we had the police take a report and everything. And, uh, uh, I deemed it too big a problem for this show or I would have opened with it, <laughs> but <laughs> too big a problem. Well, I think that you might need to trade one of those cats in for a dog. You think so? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Trade two cats for a dog. Yeah, well, I yeah, as long as we're going multiple cats, then three cats. One cat's enough cats. Well, no, because you need the two cats because they got to play with each other because you are never going to play with the cat. You say you are, but you're not. There's a wand involved. Then you got to hide the wand because they'll get to it when you don't want to play. And then You're talking so you like need, you need another cat, then they can amuse themselves. So you got to find a dog that can get along with two cats. So this could be like a waiver wire situation in the NFL. I got to look for the right dog and then uh, execute the trap. I have to have my general manager contact the dog's general manager and execute a trade. Yeah. Well, or do you have an upstairs and a downstairs? You put the cats upstairs and the dog on the ground floor where you've got the security risk. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would be a tremendous plan were it not for the fact that both I and my daughter are allergic to cats. cats. I'm just going to let that sit there for a second. Yeah. You're allergic you to cats. Numerous cats. Yes, that is correct. You have four cats. That is right. And that's all you need to know about marriage. Thank you. And good night. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I have been, uh, I've been, uh, you know, you can get uh, shots or drops, allergy drops, and eventually within a year or so you get used to them. And it's been 30 plus years we've had cats. So my doctor said, no, you know, you don't, I haven't had drops or shots for decades. So I'm, I've gotten. Hey, Jeff, uh, uh, you're not uh, allergic to cats. Cat. What's that? 
you're not allergic to cats. <laughs> not anymore. That's correct. <laughs> that is correct. I am. I am medically not allergic to cats anymore. I burned. I broke through the allergy wall with superior drugs, and I'm no longer uh, allergic. So, so, so. Okay. So, anyway, uh, yeah, the cops came and uh, they didn't find any fingerprints or anything, and uh, and were on the mend. Uh, and then the meal was horrible, which was almost worse. It was just, you know, Thanksgiving dinner was just bad. Yeah, I had a place robbed years and years ago. I was out on the road. And oddly enough, my neighbor, who was super nosy, didn't hear or see anything. <laughs> when, you know, we lived in townhouses and the neighbor, she was the one who monitored everything in the building. Sure. Uh, but she didn't somehow see my place getting robbed. But when the cops came and she, the, the, the officer more or less admitted it, she was like, look, this is for insurance purposes only. Okay. We don't actively look for property crime, you know? Uh, yeah. Right. Oh man. I'm um, glad the conversation went this direction because this is a point that I wanted to make earlier. Go. The cops don't care if you've got your dog off a leash, they, they, you can't even uh, get them excited. Somebody broke into your house and stole a bunch of stuff or, or your wife was home and somebody tried to break in that they, they don't, I don't know what fish they've got to fry, but you're not going to get the cops busy on, Hey, there's a lot of dogs off the leash of my neighborhood. <laughs> okay. So. If one of the dogs has a gun. Maybe those show up. <laughs> so, 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 so then, yeah, the army of Karens is really the only way to go. Uh, unless we them. want because even bigger government. You know, the Karens have got pepper spray and tasers. Oh, yeah. And they keep those on these dogs or the dog owners. Here's another question I have about Karens. And I wish if there's a Karen that watches this, can you please let us know? How come they always have reception on their phone? <laughs> A Karen's yeah. phone yeah. always works. You know, I have T-Mobile. 90% of L.A. does not get reception on T-Mobile. It has like three blocks, two blocks of Wilshire and one block on Ventura in Studio City where it <laughs> yeah, works. Otherwise, you're not getting a signal with T-Mobile. <laughs> Yet Karen's can be anywhere at any time and their phone works. Yeah, they, they clearly uh, have prioritized their spending. And that's at the top of the list. They have the top package and then they have, uh, I don't know. It's, it's the fastest I've ever seen evolution work, but, uh, Karen's need no vocal amplification whatsoever. They don't need a megaphone. They don't need any. Karen's right. are loud, man. <laughs> and it's focused. It's a like Karen a, is the loudest thing in the room. Yeah, it's like the Coltrane sheets of sound. It just comes at you, <laughs> physically pushes you back. It's really wild. I like Karen it. Karen would not need my little sound box. No, no, they would not leave. No, no. They don't they need just the open bathroom. The door their audition right up, out the door. <laughs> All right, Jake, this is, I, 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 if you don't mind going there, let's go to the, uh, the difference between, uh, the independent living and then the assisted living. Well, I mean, this is maybe your folks. Like, you went and visited your folks, right? Yeah. This is maybe like your break in thing, because this this problem is the, the over the giant problem of 
where your parent, where we're all going to go when we start going places that aren't our own house as we get older. I mean, yeah, I have to say that somewhere between where we are and where my dad is right now, which is in a bed, can't get out of bed. Right. You would like there. You would like to be able to to not to be to to leave. You'd like to get out. But so that's the uh-huh. big. That's that's a big problem. But in the process of him becoming unable to run their bills and pay their bills and do everything, you know, my mom has had to take over and she never, she, she can write checks and pay for bills. She understands how those things work, but she can't, she can't go online. She can't go on a website or, um, Uh she was telling me what her email address is. And I kept emailing her and it was bouncing back because that's not her email address. Her email address is enough. Apple keeps changing. Every time you get a new iPhone, it used to be dot Mac and now it's dot cloud or I think, you know, they keep changing the email address. And then in order to go in and, and find out if to, to add her email that she thinks she has, you got to know your, your iCloud password, which she doesn't know. And she thinks someone at the independent living facility who helps them with their technology stuff, they know the password. It's just, Oh my God. And then my dad has got all of his passwords for all of his bank accounts and everything else on a sheet of paper, exactly what you they say you don't do, but he's done it. And thank God he did. Because otherwise, I wouldn't be able to figure out how to get into anything. So there's a did he laminate it? There's a coming password problem where we're all going to be prevented from accessing any of the things that we actually own, like our bank accounts and whatnot. Because right, we had to take his phone and go up to the room where the computer is to log in. And then, you know, you log in and then they send you a text message with a code that you have to enter in and then change the code to my mom's phone so that she won't have to get his phone because he's not doing that anymore. She barely understands how this all works. But then she gets a letter from the bank that says, hey, someone change your codes. And she's worried that there's some nefarious business going on. And I got to tell her. No, that's there. They would normally send you an email for that, but yeah, dad has prevented anyone from sending him emails from the bank. It's all he still gets mailed pieces of paper. Thank God. Yeah, because my son's so, on a piece of paper system. So if there was some way to utilize, I'm going right to that because I might have a solution. If there was some way to utilize, what goes out of business at the mall fast? It like like a. Handles and things, or what is it? Wicks and sticks, whatever, whatever. That place, that should be the uh, assisted living, and and then the guys and the and the, the folks from the Apple Store can just come right over. There could be like a back tunnel thing between the assisted living and the Apple Store, and then it and then there's no, there's really no technical problems. They could start the Apple Genius people at the assisted living place, which is it's just right. It's just it's right next to the uh, to the uh, Foot Locker. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but you live, you live in assisted living, but you, so you're saying we move these old people into the mall? Yeah, yeah, but make it nice. You know, I mean, there's plenty of room in these malls. Stores are going out of business 
<laughs> like crazy. I was going to say, Jeff, the, the entire mall is already out of business. <laughs> Nordstrom is the only place left. Everything else is closed. So Nordstrom in the Apple store. <laughs> and the, the seniors of which, you know, I don't When we talk about old people, you know, fellas, we're getting. We are. Yeah. Yeah. It's but they're already walking the mall. Here's what I'm, I'm hoping, Jeff, you brought up a situation that I can't wait. I can't wait till the first generation of Apple geniuses get to that age where they need help from <laughs> Apple geniuses and have to deal with that smug attitude that yeah. they've been pumping all these years when they don't know how their iPhone 24 works. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The, the, See, uh, and you could have at the, uh, at the assisted living facility at the mall, you open up a picture window right on there and it's entertainment as well. Because then well, the older yeah, folks can sit and laugh. There's definitely an entertainment value, but the, this whole Apple genius, I, you can't. My mom could never talk to an Apple genius because you got to make an appointment online. You can't just show up at the Apple yeah. store and ask to speak to the genius. You've got to make an appointment online to get in there to talk to them. And then they used to have, you know, Best Buy used to have the Geek Squad, which is the, which was their yeah. version of that would come to your house and help you. But then those guys turn out to be, there's not a real vetting process to get on the Geek Squad. No. No. <laughs> I think those I mean, were the guys who tried to break into our house. <laughs> yeah, they might, if they show up, maybe they're going to fix it. Maybe they're not going to fix it. Maybe they're going to steal <laughs> yeah. your bank account. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's like so, an embassy in a war-torn country. You're just, just trying to get some attention and some help from someone so that you can get out. Meanwhile, I will say this, Jake. Now, you know, unfortunately, your mom no longer qualifies, but you be a hot chick dressed appropriately or inappropriately, depending on who's deciding, and walk into an Apple store, you'd be amazed how fast the genius <laughs> operates. I, I, I never forget, there was one time this woman walked in, and I mean, she just had, let's just say she had Instagram influencer written all over her. And we literally laughed at how fast they got to her phone. Like they could not get to her quick enough. I'm pretty sure she did not have an appointment. <laughs> yeah. So biology trumps technology. Still, well, I believe that sexism, sexism is real, but I definitely I'm with you. I, I in my next life, I would like to come back as a very attractive lady. I feel like it looks like a good time. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. It beats a bird. A lot of people uh, say they want to come back as a bird. And uh, no, I think no. you're right. I think. Bird. Yeah. I'll pass on bird. Women like, yeah. uh, I mean, uh, people want to come back as birds. I want to come back as the NBA so, player Jack? I lie about having been. You want to come <laughs> back as what? The NBA player I lie about having been. So, Yeah. I you like look that. like an Anthony Mason type to me. You look like you're going to park it down low and whip that ass around a lot and clear out the lane for somebody. Back in the day, Jeff, back in the day, <laughs> back when I played for the 89 Clippers, as you well know, they, they ought to bring it back this season. Oh. So, so we need somebody who can go to your mom and dad and, and help uh, I'm, out. I'm tech support now so in order so you for are. My, in, yeah. in order for my mom to get uh 
she's got this investment account. So I have to log on from here while I've got her on the phone so that I log yeah. on to the account. She gets a text message. I type the code in. So then I'm online. That's how yeah. we're doing it. That's where we're at right now. But wow. uh, I still have to, to figure out the Apple ID and password. I'm not positive that that's even a, I don't know if that's even Apple geniuses. If you forget your Apple ID password, I don't, I don't know what happens. I, I don't, I'm not. Yeah. Well, Jake, on a, on a more serious note, and I don't mean to be morbid or anything, but I just read an article about this, that if someone in your family dies, they say, don't notify the bank because the bank freezes everything. And if nobody's like, allowed to get in after a certain amount of time, it becomes the banks and the other one you will lose. You will definitely lose this. Any airline miles, be sure you have their login and password so that you can gift the miles to someone else. Otherwise they just go away. That is a good tip. That's the goal. The people are listening to this podcast. There's your goal right there. So we've had, we're, we have to become grifters uh, just to survive. <laughs> we have to, we have to <laughs> cobble together uh, a, a technological tunnel system through which we can try to connect or not connect. Don't call man. I'm telling you, there could be some sort of, uh, it would be the geek squad equivalent, but for uh, assisted living facilities where it's just like, uh, like, tech majors at colleges who just who actually go in and once a week and they help all the people this is this is you've just described the whole legal profession they just created a system that's so complicated that yeah. you need an extra four years of college to understand how to communicate right. about it's but or, it's, it's or sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you jake or do exactly what you said you're not supposed to do write down your passwords Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. use use one password for all accounts. They say don't do it. Well, how else are you going to remember it? Yeah. yeah. Use one. And use one. Or write them down brother- and then get this. Put them in a safe and lock it. Yeah. <laughs> and then write the combination to the safe down and put that in another safe. <laughs> right. No, that goes in the uh, sugar jar, right? <laughs> that gets tucked yeah. in, inside the sugar jar. Uh all right. Well, we've come we've come pretty close. My password's on. <laughs> yeah, the password thing is it, it blows my mind. I can't ever remember. And then there's a I hate getting locked out. Of, I want to talk about my thing, but but I but this irritated me so much that I kept thinking about it while you guys were talking. Is like when I I'm on my laptop and I go to like um just my browser. And then it goes, well, you got to log in again. I'm like, why, why, why? <laughs> now I got to go through a login process and then I never have the right thing. And then somebody changed it or we changed it because the last time we were logged, kicked off or logged off or whatever, we had to change the password. It's just, I don't, I don't, I want it to work. Well, they I say it's wanna- for your 
I want it to work too. They say it's for your safety. That's why they're doing all that. Like you, Hey, you got to use a complicated password. Don't use the same password. Somebody's going to figure out your password and get in. And then it's never me. I never made the mistake. I just got a letter the other day from blue shield that said, Hey, somebody got into one of the servers of one of the companies that blue shield does business with. And so we may have been compromised and lost your um, social security number. Right. Right. this other stuff and i'm like hey what did you use a complicated password i mean what about all the stuff you're telling me to do all the time you're the one who got violated come on happens happens all the time they, they crack you know what, what was it they cracked target and got like a million people's credit card numbers or whatever like the thief is not spending that much time trying to steal your password you know because yeah. Why would he steal yours when he could steal one from the store and get a million credit cards or he could just get mine and disappointedly find out it's maxed out? Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and charge that last eighty five dollars, Mr. Thief, and good luck to you. Oh, my God. (laughs) Worry about this. This is another security issue thing. Or maybe we're two tangents, too many tangents. But uh, we we don't have a tangent limit, no tangent limit. With the credit card security thing, I, I never like to pay for things that were like Starbucks or you go in for a coffee place or or three dollars for this or put my credit card in a parking meter. I always hated to do. I was like, hey, I wouldn't I don't, I don't just run around, and put my penis in things, you know, unless I'm pretty sure I know what I'm doing. But you stick that credit card in everything all over town. You wonder, yeah. like, how, how we're going to get we're going to. Do you guys worry about putting your credit card in parking meters? That's that's the one that I hate the most. I, I I'm more concerned about putting my penis in a, in, and I I'm not quite sure where. I'm still sorting out your analogy. I, <laughs> Maybe a I would rather not put my credit card in a parking meter after Jake has put his penis in it. I'm yeah. just going to say that you could get well, a uh, tr- transmitted uh, disease. That then no, I don't. You can't. Um, and I know people who use their credit card for everything so that they yeah. have a record of everything they spend. I don't I'm do kind that. of one of those. But I don't mind, you know, paying for. Uh, well, I mean, when it comes to coffee or whatever, I have a Starbucks account. But um, other stuff. Yeah, I don't mind yeah. using the card to pay the debit card at the grocery store, the credit card. Nowadays. Have you given anyone under 30 cash just to see the look on their face? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. They, oh, we don't take cash. We don't. The coffee place I like to go to, they they sort of were encouraging people to go cashless. And then they started this thing where if you pay with your card, you got to pay a three percent um, extra fee, which is not that much. But still, it's like hey, that's up. Why? Why do I have to pay you three percent on everything? Right. I buy? And then. You? Since we are a tangentless, yes, we're, uh, we're floating uh, right now. The tip thing that anything you pay, I had an electrician, and it came up. Do you do you tip? And how do you not tip when they're standing right there next to you in the screen? So I had to tip an electrician. Wow, that's <laughs> BS. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that their fee includes no. the duty. Yeah. The, and there's also a, a real push now to uh, avoid any human contact whatsoever. So now my wife will put in like a coffee order at a, at a place in Westwood and then we'll just go pick it up. And like it's sitting on a counter 
And and I I literally bothered people by saying, is this is this is this my order? <laughs> they were like irritated. <laughs> so apparently I'm just supposed to come in and pick up the stuff and leave. There's there there is there is a clear desire for no human contact in a very public place. It's weird to me. There's a Starbucks by my house that that they they only take it's all takeout. There's no place to sit down. It's only takeout. And they encourage you to, to do it that way, to order online yeah. and pick up. You walk in, you can order it, but they don't like it. They don't like you standing around in there waiting for, for your coffee to come out. And then as soon as you have it, they're like, okay, you gotta you gotta go. It's the weirdest. Like, why did I go out for coffee? I can't be somewhere. <laughs> the other this other security issue, and I had this happen. When someone else takes your order, like they grab your your drink oh. or your, I was at a McDonald's and this homeless guy just grabbed my bag, you know, and just <laughs> took it. And it was like it it was an issue, you know. Uh, you have to explain to him like someone took my bag and then they don't believe you, or did they? No, it was a matter of me telling him I am, you know, the name that was called and then telling McDonald's I'd rather not have the bag after the homeless guy took it. You know, (laughs) let's let's get another burger going here. Yeah, like I say, it was a thing. And it's but it's one of those things. If you go to a place like any of those places, a Starbucks, Panera Bread, whatever, any of those places that you order online and go pick it up, there is no check to who picks it up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. anybody can just walk in, take it off the shelf. I don't know how homeless people are hungry. I would just be wandering around grabbing meals. <laughs> I'm starting orders. to wonder why I'm paying for food anymore. There's no yeah. need. You just walk in. Well, that's what they said with the grocery, right? With the grocery stores, with the self-checkout. After all these years, the grocery stores are like, wait, they're not paying for everything they take. <laughs> <laughs> it just occurred to them that people are paying for three items and leaving with a cart full of groceries. Leaving well, with 11. I, I just realized I don't need to pack for a trip anymore. I just go to the baggage claim and get a bag that looks good. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Walk out. Well, we have solved several problems that were not even posed. And uh, we're going we're, we're gonna to wrap it up. I, I don't even... I will just state my problem, which was this. Uh, The guy who shot the Rockettes shot them in like groups of five and from like weird drone angles. And I think the idea with the Rockettes is you want them, you want to see all 50 of them kicking at the same time. You want the wide shot. And uh, I think that solves my, actually, I just solved my own problem, which is demand the wide shot. Um, in 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 anything, demand the white shot. <laughs> well, I just feel like your problem is how they shot the Rockettes at the yeah. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That yeah. is, you should save that for the assisted living center because I don't know. I, I I can't think of anyone else who who can relate to that problem. I I didn't even watch you, the parade. You didn't watch the parade. I let, I let you down. I let us all down. Yeah, you did. You kind of did. Yeah, but you haven't been in a know. position where you've been forced at a family gathering or something to to watch. You didn't never had to do that. Huh? Well, here's well, the thing, you- Jeff. You're forced to watch the parade, 
and then you perv on the Rockettes. You see, you see how that's going to get you in trouble either way. You see. <laughs> well, I, I would say it's more. It's it, uh, put it this way: it's less of a perv than than putting my penis in a parking meter. But <laughs> I understand point. where you might be going with that. But it, you know, you're right. You're right. I think the, the way to solve the problem is to avoid watching the parade altogether because it was almost like the Stockholm syndrome. It was like the parade went on so long that I started to care. <laughs> and that 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 was the root of the problem all right uh before we go uh you know we 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 always have problems and we try to solve them but but uh, what's gone right like uh i'll I'll give you a quick one for me tip of the cap we'll call it tip of the cap um i'm going tip of the cap to to the dyson people because uh we've we bought a dyson vacuum and uh and i love it I love it. I don't even care how incredibly good it might or might not pick up, but the old German Mila vacuum we had with like a gun turret on the top. And, you know, it was like completely German. It weighed like 90 pounds. This thing, you just handhold it. And then it has a light at the bottom, like a blue light on the, on the, uh, the attachment at the bottom that shows you it's like an addictive tool. It shows you how dirty your floor is. And you just keep vacuuming until all the dirt's gone. I, I, you got to give them credit. They, they did the job. Tip, uh, tip of the cap to the Dyson people. Tip of the cap to owning a dog. This is the opposite of my initial complaint. Getting a dog is the greatest thing I've ever done. He's my best friend. He is the greatest therapy. And nine times out of 10, when I'm thinking of going to work and I see him laying on the ottoman sleeping, I'm like, yeah, your idea is better. And I just don't go. I just hang out with him. <laughs> what kind of dog belongs to? Great Dane. Wow. Oh, Those are amazing dogs, too, I heard, because they, they really like to just hang out. Low, not like- low energy. A friend of yeah. mine who's a dog trainer, uh, she told me, she got on me at the beginning of the pandemic to get a dog. She like, get a dog. Then she got specific. You need a Great Dane because they're just like you. They're big, they're lazy, and they're funny. A perfect match. I am one. You know how they say dog and owner start looking alike. I don't even fight it. It's like, yep, we are two of a kind. Move. Where's the couch? Wow. Next <laughs> album cover is you and your great Dane. <laughs> Big, lazy, um, and funny. That's funny. That's great. I'm, Jay? Going tip the hat. I'm going tip of the hat to people on YouTube who want to help you fix things. It, I mean, forget about this modern technology. I've got this washing machine that's got what, just a knob. You turn it and then you can say hot or cold. You pull the thing. It's very simple and it's stopped working. I was able to go online, figure out how to take it apart. I took the pump out. I took the pump apart and the little hoses. I dumped out it's a bunch of quarters and other stuff that got jammed in there with some pieces of paper or receipt. And I dumped that out. And I'm, I've got it all disassembled. I'm just getting ready to put it back together. So right before we got online, I was watching videos of guys doing exactly what I'm trying to do. Like, so the Internet is awesome in some ways. Like, who, what kind of, and there's more than one guy who's taken apart the inside of a washing machine. Not just any washing machine, my exact model. Model, yeah. And you can find whatever your exact model is. It's out there. It's appliance porn. It's really, 
It's really an yeah. impressive thing. Yeah, there's a guy on YouTube, and I forget exactly what it's called. It's something like things your dad should teach you or whatever. Right. But right. he teach it. He said he started it for um, kids of single moms to show their sons how to do man stuff, like how to jump a car battery, how to fix a toilet, how to do the stuff that your dad would teach you. And he's right. got a huge following and it's really a, a great thing teaching. And of course, you know, you can get into the it's for boys, girl, but none of that. He's just doing it because like this is stuff my dad taught me. I'm teaching you. And it's a great YouTube channel. And they seem to like it. They love it. Yeah, they love it. They're passing down handyman skills that are a lost art. It's impressive. All right, man. Uh, We're out of time. Uh, That's it for Strip Mall Think Tank this week. Uh, Our tremendously hilarious and uh, gifted uh, guest, Alonzo Bowden. Alonzo, where are you going to be the next couple of weeks? Uh, let's see. I'm going. I'm headed to Mohegan Sun next weekend, the 10th through 12th, I believe it is. Um, comics at Mohegan Sun Casino. It's going to be a really fun weekend. And uh, yeah, and then check me out on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on NPR. Check local listings. Remember when we used to have to say that? Wow. Check <laughs> local listings. I'm sure there's someone on YouTube who will show you how to find and use local listings. <laughs> Jake, how about you? What do you got coming up, buddy? Just Google my name in your town and see what happens. I guess I, 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 I don't know when this is coming out, but I'm trying to get back out on the road a little bit now. But uh, I don't know. It's always funny that you've got to put the link in the comments or the link down below. It's just like, hey, you see me. If you like me, Google me and the name of your town and maybe maybe we can get together. <laughs> so there's your final tip for the episode is uh, if you get the chance, put the burden on someone else. That's not <laughs> right, we're done. If that's the takeaway, this whole show is the Karens are going to take care of it for us. Uh, that's right. We got, we have the army of Karens who will go around screaming your name. Uh, guys, thanks. Uh, this will drop this week and uh, we'll see you next time on strip mall. Think tank. I just love the idea of a bunch of Karens yelling at a comedy club asking, where's Jake? <laughs> that's just, that's his new booking agent. Five Karens yelling at the booker. Yeah, it's <laughs> my new demographic. It's just an audience full of angry white ladies. <laughs> <laughs> that's great.